Kayla. I'm a junior in high school. I love to play the violin and piano. And I'm stressed. I'm stressed about homework because I have so much homework to do every day. And every class has hours of homework. I'm also stressed about not getting enough sleep, both due to the homework I have to do and extracurriculars I do. From the school newspaper to the speech team to playing the violin in the youth symphony orchestra, it all adds stress. Hi, you're listening to the 13th episode of Useful Tools for College Students. My name is Emily Sands, and I'll be your host for this segment on learning how to effectively time manage your life. The previous recording you just heard was samples from a TED Talk done by high school junior Michaela Horn. Some of the things she talked about may sound familiar to some students. It seems impossible to be able to balance your academics, jobs, clubs, hobbies, and social life all at once. Trying to keep up with these responsibilities can put stress onto anyone especially college freshmen who have just gained their independence and are learning to navigate life on their own. The constant feeling of overwhelming stress and anxiety is very common amongst college students. There is a very widely known coping strategy for this stress, which is known as time management, a concept that most of us have been learning about since the freshman year of high school. So why is it so common for college freshmen to deal with these copious amounts of stress? It surely isn't a lack of education, but rather a lack of proper application. One of the most common misuses of application is the misconception that it is better to get small assignments out of the way before the larger ones. In this segment, I'll go over why this is not the most effective plan and what more effective ones are, as well as give common tips on how to maintain good time management. Healthy time management is the key to a healthy, stress-free life, especially for students just starting off college. The stress of college is almost known as a staple part of the college experience, harder, more tedious coursework, seeking the ideal social life, and any other common extracurriculars like jobs and clubs. This is why time management is the most effective way to carry out that stress-free life. In an article written by author Rashiel V. Adams, they explain why time management is so important for college students. They state that empirical evidence suggests that effective time management is associated with greater academic achievement as students learn coping strategies that allow them to negotiate competing demands. There is copious amounts of evidence and research that proves that healthy time management can improve your everyday quality of life in and out of school. It allows you to have a set routine which will make your responsibilities seem less daunting because they will be accounted for accordingly. In an article written by Therese H. McCain, it was stated that there is abundant and consistent research and advocacy for time management. He claims that based on all the books and articles written on time management that he has read, the advice seems consistent across different authors. Despite all these consistent findings on how to time manage your life, there are still so many people who lack the proper skills to apply them to their everyday lives. There are many reasons why this is, given that not everyone's situation is the same. The basic recommendation for good time management found across these authors was given in the same article by Therese H. McCain, where the recommendation is to identify needs and wants, rank them in terms of importance or priority, and then allocate your time and resources accordingly. In an article written by Cornelius J. Koenig, he stated the most effective way to allocate your assignments is by taking into account all factors. He shows people how determining the weight of each assignment or task is one of the most important steps as some tasks or situations account for different management. He stated that, 
tasks often vary not only in their magnitude or importance, but also in the time at which they yield their utility. If task A has a higher utility and has to be carried out sooner than task B, then the decision for working on task A is not difficult. If, however, task A has a higher utility than task B, but task B has to be carried out sooner than task A, then the magnitude and the time dimension have to be taken into account. For example, it is common for most students to first want to get their small assignments out of the way before tackling the bigger and larger to handle ones. Although it is a common strategy used by students, it might be the one causing you the most stress. While this might make you feel like you're getting things done, in reality, you're putting back the bigger assignments. The idea that by using your primary time on small assignments, you are only leaving that leftover time for the larger and harder to tackle assignments when you should be allocating as much time for that assignment into your schedule and it should be done first since it requires more work. The recommendations given from this article by Koenig is to make a set plan based on the time you need on each assignment, big or small, and to always put larger assignments first so there is no room for falling behind due to lack of time. The basis for good time management isn't just making a list of the coming assignments. Ironically, it will most likely take a little bit of time to create your schedule for time management. In an article written by Frank J. Luco, a list of tips were given to help others with this. The first step was being able to identify what is causing you to fall behind and be accountable for your mistakes. Some of the common problems people have given in the article are interruptions, lack of delegation, telephone answering, ineffective meeting, lack of prioritization, lack of planning, and overcommitment. These problems prevent people from staying on schedule and cause them to fall behind on their tasks. So the first step would be to minimize or get rid of these habits completely. Then the more obvious would be to make a plan according to your responsibilities that are weighted by tasks accordingly. In order to follow with, through with the schedule, you have to be willing to stick with it, which for some is, is the hardest part. Now all you need to do to follow is to follow these steps and tips and you'll be well on your way to becoming a master in time management. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in on today's episode on time management and I hope you're all looking forward for next week's episode. This is your host, Emily Sands, signing off.